0: and welcome to today's episode of Talk Geek to Me, episode 01, which is the second episode in the series. I'm your host, Deep Geek, for the show. Today's episode will have as its main feature a software review of HTTrack, a website mirroring program, and an explanation of how I use it to solve a problem. A, uh, I talk about using it with a common script search engine available on the cPanel web hosting system, which is a common thing for web, host- web hosters to use to give you a cPanel account. And I use it to create what I call a vanity search, which is uh, a search of just mirrors of my uh, personal favorite websites out there. That, and we've had some listener mail, which I'll be reading and answering, and then some closing music and a closing soundbite. Hope you all enjoy. Thank you for listening. Let's talk about Track and how I used it to solve a problem I call the non-commercial search problem or the vanity searches problem. Okay, so HTTrack is a small, lightweight utility that mirrors websites. When you run HTTrack, you create a local copy of the website on your desk. HTTrack has a GUI version called WebHTTrack, as well as a proxy utility. It comes in Linux, Unix, and Windows version. Now, you might be asking yourself, Alright, why would you want to copy websites? Well, there are a number of reasons you may want to copy a website. The most important one being convenience. There are times and places where we just can't be online. And if you have a few favorite websites stored in your computer or USB drive, you can always refer to them as well as just read them. A common situation that comes to mind is being on an airplane. Frequently, there is no internet or perhaps some limited and expensive connectivity. Having a copy of a few favorite websites is a great thing in this situation. Of course, we aren't talking about full-blown LAMP websites. We are talking about websites that are your typical small sites, what some people call informational sites. I love these. They are typically under one gigabyte in size, are mostly text-based HTML, and serve as mini encyclopedias on a specialized topic. My personal favorites include a techno-shamanism site, a Linux site by a gentleman who lectures on Linux, a few sites about a favorite hobby, pipe smoking. These sites are small and rich in information, and thus several can be fit on a thumb drive. Another reason to copy websites is to archive material. Websites are ephemeral in nature. That is to say, they can be here today and gone tomorrow, literally. By having some archives, we can rest assured that some of our digital heritage is preserved yet another reason is for research reference websites can be changed moved or deleted quickly perhaps you're doing research and crawling the web a copy of the site quoted as it appeared that day can be important to you to prove your own integrity in the future of course you are not limited to the reasons discussed here you may have reasons for your own for having a copy of websites or web pages for some people the things you can do with a website once captured this way may be the reason. When I first experimented with this process, I ran a small web server on my laptop with a Perl script for searches. I would invoke the search and keep learning about my favorite topics wherever I was. Now if I wanted to do this again, I would probably use this web search indexing program HTDIG, which is dependent upon by the KDE program KHELP Center, to build its searchable index of documents. If I did not want a full-blown index, HTTrack allows you to restructure the site as it is copied. Thus, you can put all your HTML in one directory, and even grep it if need be. I used the GUI version once or twice, and it was like you would expect. You type a URL into a web form, and off it goes. Now I prefer to start with a command line. Typically, the first step would be to create a directory just for the mirror. I usually name the directory after the site, Then you kick off a command prompt in the directory, type httrack and the URL of the website, and off it goes, downloading pages. With luck, it will give you a good local copy of the website with all the links adjusted. I usually use a switch to group the websites by file type, but that's me. Now, if there are problems, think of the phrase, runaway spider. You can control C the program and begin using switches and filters to limit the scope of its action. Let's look at a real-world problem. Searching the web pages that only you want to search. You know, I don't even know if the term vanity search is the right term for this. I also call it the non-commercial search. Now, in Hacker Public Radio episode number 284, myself and several other HPR hosts discussed whether or not Google was evil. At one point of this discussion, we theorized that a search run by our own posse would be great. This got me to thinking about a grassroots alternative to big search engines. That, and my experience with the Perl-driven search engine on a laptop, led me to a tentative solution. I don't know if it would be scalable or not, but what I did was, I used HTTrack and my cPanel-driven web host to make a private, non-commercial search. The common web host administration program cPanel comes with a CGI script called Entropy Search, I married this with some HTTrack-generated mirrors to make a small search on my website for my online friends. This, by the way, includes all the listeners to my podcasts. You can check it out at deepgeek.us slash search dot html. Any feedback will be appreciated. What follows are some details of what I did. Before starting, a few caveats from the manuals. Now you know why this is called Talk Geek to Me. First, if you decide to do something like this, don't use HTTRACK with any password-protected sites. HTTRACK can copy these, but will store the password plain text in its logs. Don't do that. Second, the Program Entropy Search searches all files on your web server and indexes them. So if you host any password-protected sites on your server, don't do this either. The search indexes will contain the contents of your protected sites. Of course, if you are like me and you only use your web server account for things you want to make publicly available, you can go ahead and knock yourself out. The first step was to, you guessed it, mirror some favorite sites to my local computer. HTTrack did the hard stuff for me. Step 2 was copying those sites to a subfolder on my website called mirrors. I also put up a robots.txt file to tell us search engines not to search these sites. I figured it would look like I was trying to steal content if I did otherwise. Then I logged onto the control panel of the web host, went to the CGI Center page, and clicked the link to build the index for entropy search. Then I copied the HTML example into a web page I called search.html. Now people can search a few thousand of my favorite web pages, as well as searching all my own material also. Thus, my website includes 3,000 pages that are searchable. So, to close, if anybody else decides to try this, I would love to search your favorite sites and find out about it. Feedback, of course, is always welcome. Okay, we had some listener feedback, so I'd like to open up the mailbag. Uh, first, my friend Piero, uh, a good friend of mine, going back to a few years of uh, internet correspondence over email, uh, first listened to my show, and he sent me a couple of emails. The first one said, you need to flow a bit more with the show. You sound like you're reading from a script. Well, actually, Piero, I am reading from a script. I've done both script, scripted and script this. And uh, believe me, I'm better with the scripted. I really am. But, you know, um, I, I will work on it. I, 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 upon listening to it a second time around, I realized I was a little bit stiff. So, I'll work on it. And, uh, the second email he sent, uh, he said, there was one word. It said, interweb? Piero Everyone cool calls it the interweb now. Come on. <laughs> well, I'm teasing him a little bit. You know, that might just be, uh, a habit of my posse. One of my fellow podcasters at Hacker Public Radio, Ms. Plexi, um, boyfriend of our fearless publisher, Mr. Enigma, um, emailed me to congratulate me. said she particularly liked the feature that I put in the show notes, the whole script for the show. Uh, yeah, that's really important, Plexi. Um, I found that when Google keys on that script, it really helps people looking for that kind of information to get zoned in right to your uh, download pay, download area. Which I include right over the script, actually. So, actually, here's a little story about about this. I found that I was watching my uh, my uh, OR stats on my C panel there, and I noticed the little um, area for incoming links from Pakistan was going moving up and up and up closer to the top. I said, "Wow, a lot of people listening to me in Pakistan." I had no idea why, and they actually were, were blogging, and so I could track back to the blog. And I could not believe what I found. This was about the podcast I did on running Linux off the Compact Flash chip. And it turns out that a bunch of engineers in Pakistan were using what I said in the Compact Flash episode to put a database onto a server that they felt the disk was too slow and was too small to be loaded into RAM. I was just, wow, you know, real engineers using the stuff that I talk about on the, on my podcast. That was very flattering. I'm always amazed to see where this goes. So, you know, I I tell that story to people I know in real life and they're like, oh, Pakistanis. Well, you know, hey, these are obviously, you know, above the board people in Pakistan, not what some people think of when they think of Pakistan this day and age. But anyway, engineers, and uh, it's amazing to see their blog, you know, they're all, you know, dressed in their traditional headgear, um, and they're talking about my stuff. I'm like, whoa! Oh. So, Plexi, thank you for your email, and I hope to uh, you keep listening, and I hope to uh, receive men- much more feedback from you. Thank you so much. Now, I've had a few feedbacks from a fellow HBO host, Klaatu. Um, first one he said, you know, he, he was privileged with the sneak preview of the first episode. So the first one he said is, April 1st, brilliant premiere date. It's been a busy day, but I'll be sure to listen ASAP. Well, the original um idea is to uh, get them out around the first of the month, and unfortunately I started in April. So I was afraid that it would not be taken too seriously if I used uh, April Fool's Day as the first date. Uh, I did have it a little bit ahead of schedule, and as time came closer, I couldn't resist a couple of days before April. So it never went through to being April the 1st. Now, I did share with my friend Klatu that, you uh, know, Piro's comment about me sounding stiff, and uh, he humorously retorted, uh, Oh, well, that's how you always sound. I thought that was just the way you talked. <laughs> well, he also said in the same email that it didn't bother him a bit, that uh, he enjoyed the episode and looked forward to future episodes, and that he thought that numbering them in hex was brilliant. Yes, I like the hexadecimal touch, too you really find out really quickly who your real friends are when you launch one of these podcast things um you know we agree on so many things that it's it's uncanny but uh let's let's see how his sense of humor is because my exiting sound clip after the exit music is uh is actually uh, some statements he made on his third season episode 19 episode of his podcast the bad apples taken out of context it was just I was staying in the DMV line, you know, doing something about my car and listening to his podcast, and I said, wow, that would sound really great taken out of context, so I did a little remix, so I hope he appreciates it. Clatu was also eager to be on the uh, email new email list that I've done to uh, notify people by email when I issued new ones, new Talk Geek to Me episodes, so he's like mm, the first one after myself, because I need to see what I'm sending out, how it looks when it comes back. So And he's actually suggested that he was now number hex two. Well, you know, I, I'm not going to be numbering my list. It's just too much work. I know he does it for his show, and I admire it greatly. And uh, I think I'm number 12 over there on Bad Apples. But, you know, these guys can keep track of their own numbers. Besides, who really knows how many people are, are listening and not corresponding? I, I love getting email about the shows. I really do. Um, but I know a lot of people out there are just listening so you know it means it means a lot to me when i get an email because it's like the beginning of something new it's it's not nothing is set in stone yet so it's like if you want this to take a certain shape you just have to email me and tell me and i'll take your you know i'm so eager to please it's the beginning of a new show and i'll just you know change my ways. so you know now's an impressionable time for me so the email correspondence is just great when it's received um, just in case anyone's curious, according to my logs, you know the last episode has been uh, listened to 71 times, which is a lot more than I expected. However, I I did join MySpace. I figured if uh, MySpace promotion worked for ba- indep- independent bands, it could work for independent podcasters just as well. And I've been kind of aggressive with uh, g- garnering new friends on MySpace. Uh, my username there is Deeper Geek. You know, so it's com slash deepergeek, and deepergeek is spelled Delta Echo Echo Papa Echo Romeo Golf Echo Echo Kilo. Uh, someone, someone else is out there using Deep Geek on MySpace, so I couldn't, I couldn't get, it. he got it first. I, I did send him a friend request and say, hey, you know, we, we have the same taste in usernames, but he's not very active, he hasn't responded yet, so. Let's hope for the best. And my last email was from uh, another fellow podcaster, Dave Yates, uh, who I gave a heads up over another podcast because he gave it first mention and then I did a whole show over at Hacker Public Radio on it. And he said that he was looking forward to listening to me talking geek to him. Wait, did that sound creepy? (laughs) Well, I mean, the, the name says it because what I am doing is I am talking geek to you. But it does have that little connotation. You know, so if if anyone wants to hear, you know, where I got the inspiration for that name, you know, you drop me an email. Let me know, and I'll I'll tell you. So anyway, Davey H wrote, you know, Deep Geek. I listened to the first episode of TGTM twice. Wow, listen to me. Twi- I, I'm amazed that anyone listens to me the f- first time, but that's really flattering. Wonderfully listenable. I really enjoyed it. The content was top notch, entertaining and informative. And then he goes on to say that you will do well. Thank you, Dave. Thank you so much. That means so much. You know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to find out what, what the words, giving it your best shot means over this thing. And so your your kind feedback is much appreciated. And um I don't know how much email I'll get. I hope it's a lot. I, I enjoy the email so much, and I want to encourage each and every one of you, if you want to, to drop me a line, either at the uh, MySpace account, I'll be reading the email there. So, if you want to send me email, regular email, you can also email it to the following email address: dg at deepgeek.us. That's Delta Golf at Delta Echo Echo Papa Golf Echo Echo Kilo dot Uniform Sierra. And I hope to hear from people. It means a lot to me. Today's closing music will be Salm Dahlstrom, Come On Y'all, Club Jumpers Radio Mix. And uh, it's available in the show notes as a separate download. I got one, this once again from PodsafeAudio.com. Uh, great service those guys are produ- uh, producing. I hope you all check it out.
1: red hat died a a horrible capitalistic death tomorrow that would just that would be fine and debian is the same way thank you for listening to hack republic radio hpr is sponsored by caro.net so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs